independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Can MAGA and conservatism live together? You know, the old saying is in life, adapt or die, especially when it comes to business. If you don't adapt, you'll die. And along comes something every once in a while that changes everything, right? Apple changed things, the iPhone. Uber. Disruption. Man, if you're a disruptor, you're changing stuff. Now, not all disruption is great. Sometimes the disruption that comes is chaos. Uh, Uber is showing a bit of that. But, you know, the reality is, is you have to sometimes do that. The thing is, though, when do you stop being the disruptor and take the idea and the thing you have and then you move forward in a way that is less chaotic and more focused? That is the issue that many GOP people are struggling with, is how do you, you, you meld the two, the marry the two together? Yes, take the disruption of Trump. Trump not only disrupted politics and the Democrats, he disrupted the Republicans. He kicked the door in, and lo and behold, who's this? Well, remember, you know, there was Friendster, and then there was MySpace, and then there was Facebook. They all started out, but then the disruptor came, which was Facebook, which changed the game. There had been some people that had been loud before. There had been some people that were that were out there, but nothing like Trump. He disrupted. But how do you meld the two? Well, first and foremost, people are asking me questions over the last couple of days, in particular, Carrie Lake. Now, Carrie Lake is the... Uh, just like Mastrioni out there in Pennsylvania and a few others, Cox in Maryland and stuff, is here's these MAGA people. Can they actually win the race? Because they're they're not tracking. I think I said yesterday, Mastrioni, I meant Cox was was picking up a little steam in Maryland. I, they're, they're, to be honest with you, outside of Carrie Lake, and only because she's a woman and, and maybe Tudor Dixon, the, the fact is most of them kind of all fit the same bill. And but, but what I was saying is you're trying to be a disruptor, based on what Trump has done. And you're trying to do what Trump did. Trump does what Trump does because he's Trump. You want to know why great athletes are never great coaches? Because they expect everybody to do what they did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Could you imagine playing for Michael Jordan or Wayne Gretzky? McGretzky was an okay coach, but could you imagine that? Yeah, yeah, that's probably not going to go well. <laughs> well, just do this. Yeah, but I can't do that. <laughs> but I can't. Yeah, but you're different. <laughs> you're the greatest of all time. I am not. Disrupting. How do they win? I've been getting people asking me that. Do they have a chance? Can so-and-so win? Can such-and-such win? Can so-and-so win? Well, the first thing you need to do is figure out, okay, how do I take the best of what Trump brought to the table? He had a lot of good ideas. He didn't take crap, 
At the same time, he liked to give crap. He picked fights where there didn't need to be fights. He said absurd things that didn't need to happen. He And that's why people look at somebody like uh, uh, you know Ron DeSantis and think, oh, who's this? What's he about? He's got both those qualities. He's a politician who understands the political game. He's not afraid to take crap. And at the same time, he knows there's a line I go, well, I'm not going to cross that line because now it goes into reality TV and I don't need that. So how do you meld the two? Well, first and foremost, here's the problem. And it's the elephant in the room. It's Trump himself. See, if Trump backs you, Trump pushes you, Carrie Lake, Cox, you know, uh, the guy in Pennsylvania and, you know, several others out there, he expects certain things from you. So trying to move somewhat to the middle to expand the tent may not be real. It may not be. That's why you got to look at Youngkin. Youngkin did it right. You got to learn to embrace the, the ideas and at the same time, a bit of the Heisman pose. And keep the chaos over here. And that's going to be a tough thing for people to do. Because you want Trump's followers. You want Trump, And they are followers. Let's be real. You're not a voter at some point. You're so obsessed. You're a follower. But you need that. And you want that energy. But I don't need the chaos. And I don't want the chaos. I don't want reality TV. And I could see it at times where DeSantis fights it because he 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 gets stuff done and then in getting stuff done there's also an issue because when they start asking questions about certain things in particular like the don't say gay bill which is not what it was called but it was dubbed that he would sometimes get into arguments that he didn't need to. The first thing that you need to do though is how do you say no? Every one of these candidates now who has pushed the big lie, who has pushed all of these things, who've said absurd things, you're now setting the table to be asked a thousand questions. Do you have the, the guts enough to do what you need to do as you move forward and say, I only want to talk about the issues, not what took place in 2020. And this is where Trump comes in. He's not going to let that happen. He's not. He's not. He's not going to let that happen because the minute you do that, he'll come after you. And that's going to be the big issue. Stephen Miller uh, was on with Ingram talking about what the Republicans need to be doing. And he's absolutely right about what they need to be doing going forward if they want to win their elections. Woke policies, the idea of birthing people and menstruating people, the idea that you're going to put critical race theory and segregate our children by skin color, the idea that you're going to let violent criminals out of jail over and over again to reoffend and reoffend and assault our people, open borders, no limits whatsoever on immigration, energy prices through the roof, inflation through the roof, and basic anti-American Marxism being pushed at every level of society, this doesn't sell anywhere. And I would say to Republicans, and this is very important, if you don't run on these issues, you're going to leave so many seats on the table in these midterms. The polls have been tightening, and it's because Republicans aren't hitting these issues enough. Talk about them every single day. Boom. 
You do. You talk about them. Inflation sucks. We need people in there that are going to do everything they can to try to get inflation down to 2% manageable, where it should be. We're going to do everything in our can, our power, to make sure that once we, we're back in power, that we're going to increase energy production. That we're going to focus on schools and getting back to reading, writing, arithmetic, STEM, things that matter. We're going to continue to work hard to strengthen ourselves throughout the world and globally and, 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 you know, and just and go after the things that matter. Trump got where he got to in 2016 because even though he talked the game and he pushed back. And remember, part of the chaos is that wokeness. It doesn't need to be front and center, but you bring it in every once in a while. You sprinkle it, right? It's the whipped cream on top of the cake or ice cream. It, it doesn't need to be the whole thing, but just enough. And so... When you do that, though, what did he do in 2016? Jobs. 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 Economy. Jobs. Economy. He would talk. Ah, I get everybody laughing, doing the things he did. Jobs. Economy. Jobs. Economy. So you have to meld the two. You have to adapt or die. And if you don't, you're going to die. It's going to be a struggle. So when they ask you a question about 2020, you say, you know what? We need to have make sure that our elections are absolutely protected and done right. And it's okay to ask questions about 2020, but I'm not here to talk about 2020. I can't fix that. We need to move forward right now. Let's talk about the economy. Let's talk about... So when they pose the question about that, just move on into the economy. Just move on into when you're on stage and you get drawn into the it was stolen. Even if you believe it, if you make it the central part of your campaign, while everybody else is paying four or five dollars for gas, they're struggling to to make ends meet. They're worried about the slowdown in the economy, not just here, but globally and how that's going to affect their business. They're making decisions that are real-life decisions about, I'm not paying this credit card. We're going to pay this one. And, you know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do this, and we're not going to pay that. They don't care. If you want to expand the tent, you better figure it out. If you meld the two, you can win. If you don't, I think it's not going to be the, 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 the red tsunami they're thinking. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter Tweet at us, text the program. Hope all is well for you. It's my Friday. Pretty pumped. Taking a day off. You hang out with the family. Jack's going home Saturday. We were hanging out last night, having a a good time. We're over here at the hotel because I had to stay up here late the other night. And uh, it, it was, uh, I just, you know, when you're younger and you're like, oh, eating out's kind of funny. Because I'm 51. Eating out was a big deal when I was younger. Right? Eating out was like a huge thing. And then when you get older, it's like, I can eat whenever I want. I like stuff at home that tastes good, uh, and it's easy. And that's where HelloFresh comes in. And uh, the, we couldn't get the kitchen over here, so I had to uh, uh, you know, say, okay, well, we're not going to be able to do our HelloFresh next couple days. And quite frankly, yeah, I find myself eating a little too much and eating like crap, and I don't like it. I don't. HelloFresh is simple, and it's easy. It's delivered to your door, and away you go. Right, right now they got the taste of summer. Amazing, incredible recipes uh market selections tons of complimentary sides desserts the whole nine yards fresh ingredients 
which to me is important. Right? I don't feel like stuff's so prepackaged. Oh, my God, it's just right. Not with HelloFresh. Within a week, it's from farm to your belly, as I'd like to say. And you get the uh, uh, the amazing simple card that tells you how to cook everything. 55 different weekly options, the most choices of any meal kit, simple to do on your app, and you customize what you're looking for, what you want. I'm excited. I'll be home tonight. I'll have my HelloFresh. The kids will have it made for me because they still think they're chefs. That's how easy it is. And they haven't burned the house down, so that's a big win. So right now, I want you to try HelloFresh. Eat fresh. Eat fresh big time and get 16 free meals. That's right. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. Use code Benson16 and get 16 free meals across seven boxes. That includes three free gifts as well. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16 for those 16 free meals. Chad Benson Show. Set Chad straight. Text the show, 323-538-2423. That's 323-538-CHAD. Someone has to do it. Might as well be you. The Chad Benson Show. Say, I was one of the sad people, and I went to Whole Foods? No, I went to Fairway. I went to (laughs) Fairway in Brooklyn the next day, which is this, like, extremely yuppie grocery store. And there were people crying, like sobbing as they were picking out their frozen vegan waffles. And then Sweet Home Alabama came on, like over the PA system. And this older woman walked up to like one of the people who worked there and said, now I really think this is in very poor taste. Can we at least change this? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Libby Evans there uh, used to be uh, definitely uber left uh, talking about the day after Trump won. You know, going to one of those like, you know, like a Whole Foods kind of place, the place that's, you know, very, you know, that 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 supermarket where it's like, oh, yeah, this beef has been massaged and da, 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 it costs seven dollars per burger slice. And, you know, you can only buy three of them. it's just one of those places. Right. And it's hilarious. Because people cry. Well, that's not very nice yet. I just don't, uh, you know, everybody's struggling with it. Wokeism, we were just talking about it. Wokeism and Trumpism, you know, can you, here's the thing with wokeism and Trumpism. I think if you take the best parts of Trump, which were pretty much regular semi-conservative views, and even some of the fighting and wokeism. Let's let's not forget. Every time something crazy would happen, right? Where you know you would get, uh, you know, bed could have babies, right? You know, every time I just go, that's why Trump, <laughs> right? Because a vast majority of people who are on the left just roll their eyes and go, that's not true. It's not true. Yes, it is. It's not. It's not. I got t- I got tons of friends who are feminist and they're here's the thing too this is where you know you talk about the you know usually when you were younger and you're you know you're more liberal whatever you want to call it the the fact is the the conservatives 
were the evil ones, right? You know, the big white guys smoking the cigars. Hey. And, and that, that's who the conservatives were. And, and the younger group would all, oh, that's the man over there. The difference is now, older liberals are also the man. Because they roll their eyes at this crap. They do. And it should make all of us laugh. I think that you could take the a lot of what Trump did and you repackage it in a way that is much more palatable for a larger group of people. I think you've got a winning formula there in the political world. I think if you tried to repackage wokeism, you're, you're not going to win. You're not. Because wokeism is based purely on feelings. <laughs> you're not repackaging feelings to say, well, just don't feel. Because it, it's nuts. It's crazy. It's, ah, good God. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I like this. This Coming up, we got a couple professors who uh, are just, well, the best say, to say is they're wacky. Straight ahead, Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That's me, you're you. How you doing? Keep to the issues if you're the Republicans and you've got a great shot of really doing what a lot of people think you're going to do anyways, which is win big in November. But you've got to keep to the issues. And it's hard for a lot of these candidates to keep to the issues. But I'll tell you what, there's got to be a, a situation where you stand up and say, All right, you know what, guys, we need to focus on the things that matter. Now, is the base for the Democrats energized? You know what? They're, it, it, here's the funny thing. They're energized in a few things, maybe. Maybe, yeah, you know what? Maybe abortion will energize them, but we're still a long way away. And as we all know, uh, we have short memories. Everybody talks about what took place in Kansas, right, the other day. So here's what took place in Kansas. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Wow. Common sense conservatives in the middle of America essentially said to the Republican politicians looking state by state to ban abortion, whoa, slow down, slow down. This is not Kansas saying, you know, uh, we want to allow all abortions. This is Kansas saying we disagree with the Supreme Court and we want the politicians to slow down and listen to us. Let's have a nuanced, reasonable, compromised debate about this. It also is proof in a primary election a lot of people turned out. John, the Democrats believe this will help them in November, that this will motivate voters. By the way. In a place like Kansas, it was the Republicans that put you over. It wasn't the, the Democrats. It's a dead red state. It was the Republicans, right? And by the way, when they say we disagree with, with the Supreme Court, how do you disagree with something that gave you the option as a citizen not only of this country, but a resident and citizen, if you will, of your state to vote on something 
and put that in your hands. You're like, hey, that's a pretty good. Yeah, he's right about that. Yeah. But a lot of places around the country, you look, the turnout was nah. We had about a million people vote in Arizona. About 30% of, of, of the registered voters voted. That is not turning out in massive ways. If you want to survive in politics, it's always about learning how to adapt. You play the game politically or you die. And how do you do that if you're a Republican right now? And because I, I, I will say this. we. So I was talking to my buddy at Broomhead. Locally, I probably wouldn't say this, but it'll probably get it anyways. And uh, Broomhead, uh, Broomy here is a really conservative cat, even though the Republicans are trying to hear have went after him on numerous occasions because he doesn't buy into the big lie. And they say, oh, you're a rhino, Republican in name only. I will tell you this. That dude is anything but rhino. Now, he's built like a rhino. We always talk about he's swole. But here's the reality. That guy is as conservative as you will find anywhere. So that's a lie. But he doesn't buy into the big lie. Neither do probably 95% of the people that scream and yell it from the rooftop. They don't. I talk to a lot of them. They don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. But they feel they have to. And then you get in that situation where you paint yourself into a corner now and you you want the blessing of Trump and, you know, the followers. But you better not stray from there. To energize the base, well, you know what? Right now, the base for the Democrats, they're not energized. They maybe energize some of the younger ones for the likes of abortion or something like that, but they're not energized for the actual Democrats. An issue, yes, but the actual party itself, no. Hell, they can't even admit that they're being more honest now than they have in the last several years by saying, no, nah, I don't think Joe's going to run. I don't think he should. I mean, you've got people in the party, and we're not just talking about a local yokel, you know, politician, you know, is running for, you know, District 9 somewhere. We're talking, they're, they're asking Congress people, do you think he's going to run? He goes, no, nah, I don't think he should. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think he should run? Me, as an American who loves this country, who has nothing but respect for Joe Biden. I don't dislike Joe Biden. Joe Biden has given a lot to this country. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, we can differ politically on a lot of things, but the reality is I think he's a decent human being. I do. Do I think he should run again? From a human perspective, non-political, no. I think Joe has a lot of issues. Uh, I think the job is is I think the job would have been tough for Joe 10 years ago. I think it's virtually impossible for him now. And I think there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. And that's just from a human perspective. And I don't want to seem embarrassed. At all. But no, he shouldn't. 
Yeah, I don't think you should either. It's pretty funny, though. It's pretty funny. The way when they, it, when the, when they ask those kind of questions about a, do you think he should run? Oh, I think he's going to run. Nadler's like, nah, no, maybe, maybe not. We'll talk about that once we get past the midterms. And what have we been telling you here? Once the midterms, and this is kind of what people were expecting. Once the midterms were over, the ramping up of let's find somebody else younger, let's get Joe to step away, et cetera, et cetera. The voices were going to get louder. They got louder months before. I think that shows you the issue they have. Because that thing the other night with Nadler, besides the screw-up, when they asked him, do you think Joe's going to run? The one guy's like, yes, he should. Nadler's like, eh, maybe after the midterms we'll talk about it. And the other one's like, no. <laughs> it's like Goldilocks. So let's have fun, shall we? Because we like having fun. Now, I want you guys to answer the question, who says it better? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Oh, okay. Time for us to do what we've been doing, that time is every day. All right, okay. How about somebody that is just as awkward, apparently, and he is, well, he's a professor. My name is Bowen Martinez-Reed, and I study knowledge and understanding of knowing at Harvard. And what we know now is known because we know it. But we're learning that what we understand about what we don't know, we'll never know until we learn it. Did you guys, did, did, did you guys get that? Understand about what we don't know, we'll never know until we learn it. About what we don't know. What we don't know is what we do. And then what you do know is, is, is what you don't. It is time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. Understanding of knowing at Harvard. And what we know now is known because we know it. But we're learning that what we understand about what we don't know, we'll never know until we learn it. So, do you guys know that? <laughs> God. <laughs> exactly. Uh, last night, Jack and I had a very interesting conversation. And it brings me to this professor. A college professor uh, teaches privilege. Socio-psychology uh, test that she's got uh, ready to roll. She wants everybody to take it. Would you be able to answer this question on one of my tests for social psychology? simple essay question explaining how there are different types of privilege like white privilege male privilege christian privilege able-bodied privilege thin privilege cisgender privilege straight privilege and others simple question i ask my students tell me one way that you have privilege tell me one type of privilege you have tell me what kind of privilege you have explain how it's an example of privilege and say how your life would be different if you didn't have that particular type of privilege i could absolutely answer that in one word, America. Okay. What? Yeah. Western society and culture. What? Yeah, absolutely. Our poor here have air conditioning. Rich in many places don't have that. We're talking about privilege shows you the privilege that we have. We're not talking about, are we going to eat tonight? 
We're not talking about crime and insanity of, of wars going on or any of the stuff that's out there in places across the globe where we couldn't even imagine what life is like. We're sitting in ivory towers debating whether or not men can have baby and what kind of privilege this person has. Oh, look, are there advantages? Yes, there are advantages for all kinds of people. Brad Pitt has an advantage over many, many people. Why? His looks. Sure, he's talented. Have a look, great looking dude, right? Is that privilege? Should we talk? Yeah. yeah, advantages. Absolutely. Absolutely. The royals have privileges. Let's, let's, let's first and foremost break out what privilege is. The royals have privileges. But if you were going to ask me, could I answer this? The answer is simply yes. America, Western culture, that's a privilege. Are you able to say out loud and admit to yourself and to the world that you have that privilege? <laughs> Even when I have clearly explained what privilege is and how it doesn't mean your life has been easy, and still they just go, oh, no, I don't know. No, I don't have any privilege. You know, like, oh, well, I've got strong privilege. I've got smart privilege. You know, I'm like, you, you could have said you had white privilege. You could, you, know, you could have said you had male privilege. Certain advantages that you have that you probably didn't notice that you have. You know what? 40 years ago, 50 years ago, yeah. Nowadays, you're sitting in a classroom where 65% of the, the students there in some classes, 50% in most, a majority of women. So where's my privilege there? Oh, yeah. Women are outpacing men in colleges left, right, and center. Yeah, he's right, he's right. So, uh, you know what? We've moved on from that. Stop talking about the color of the skin. Again, moving on from that. You want me to tell you? I was born in America. Period. End of story. We're going to pick this up on the other side because I'm going to talk about what Jack and I talked about last night. It was, uh, it was interesting. It was 100% interesting. And she is right. Just because you're, you, you have an advantage in some way, shape, or form doesn't mean that, that, you know, uh, that life hasn't thrown you curveballs. That's everybody has had curveballs, have had ups, downs, have had trials and tribulations. It's, 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 that's, that's human nature. You're going to run into those things. But if you want me to tell you, Professor, what is my privilege? Damn Skippy, I live in the greatest country in the history of the world at the greatest time. That's some damn privilege right there. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. We'll talk about uh, what Jack and I chatted about last night. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Go there, get a free bag of Rough Greens from my good friend, Dr. Dennis Black, who's going to send one out to you absolutely free. You cover the cost of shipping. It's a two-week jump start in what it is going to do for your dog uh, based on my experiences, based on my dog, Doodle, who is the test case of test case cantankerous old on his last legs we're debating putting him down we started giving him rough greens going on four plus years he's still alive he's bouncier he's happier he's healthier than he's ever been and that's all thanks to rough greens vitamins minerals probiotics omega 369 sprinkle it on top of your dog's food watch what happens 
you will be amazed. Two-week jumpstart, absolutely free. Cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Check out our Chad Benson Show Facebook page where you can hang out or hang your grievances out to dry. This is Chad Benson. Would you be able to answer this question on one of my tests for social psychology? Simple essay question explaining how there are different types of privilege like white privilege, male privilege, Christian privilege, able-bodied privilege, thin privilege, cisgender privilege, straight privilege, and others. Yes. Yes, it's professor there. Could I answer that question in a word? Yes, America. Western culture, values, advancement, period, case closed, end of story. So last night, you know, we're, my sons, I always say this, we're blessed. <clears throat> my wife and I were talking about this yesterday. We're blessed. I work hard. And the, the professor was right. Just because you have a privilege of some sort or whatever you want to call it doesn't mean you don't have trials and tribulations. I, I will give her that. Uh, people do have advantages, right? I mean, y- you do, you know, and, and the, the, the problem is you start bringing in things like, well, you're a male, so you have an advantage. Uh, the world's not what it was 40 years ago, right? This isn't Mad Men. This isn't. So let's just step off on that. But the reality is simply this. If I'm sitting in a classroom somewhere, and you're talking about the privilege. That's privilege. That right there. That's what Western might and, and culture has brought you. Period. So Jack and I are having this conversation last night. And I was joking with him. I said, you know, Jack, the only reason we get to stay at a hotel like this is because we're white. And he looked at me and starts laughing. He goes, no. And I said, no, it's not. So you know what though? I said you guys are blessed. We're all blessed. So we're all of us are blessed that we're here in this country that we have opportunities that we have. Now some people are going to have to claw a little bit harder to get certain opportunities. Some people are going to have to go up a higher mountain. Some people are going to be born on third base. But you can get there. But. The privilege, first and foremost, begins with the fact that you're here. And he looked at me and he's like, yeah. And I said, you know, you guys are living the dream. And my kids, uh, you know, I had nothing growing up. My mom busted her ass to give us what she could. Dad was in and out of my life, the whole nine yards, whatever. I mean, it's, it's no excuses for anything. The reality is, is. I always knew. I was always blessed because I was born in Southern California in the United States of America, the greatest country on earth at the greatest time. And every day, it's the greatest time on earth. And I have a, a video I send the kids whenever they start whining. And I, we call him Stumpy. And it's a guy in Africa who breaks rocks for a living, and he has no arms. And he does it all with his chin and his shoulder. And I say, so every time you think your life sucks, realize the advantage of being here. 
Think about that. That guy looks out there and says, oh, sucks breaking rocks in the sun, but at least I, I got arms. Mm-hmm. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You know, earlier, uh, Anthony sent us a uh, very interesting, a an article about rent prices in certain parts of the country. And I will say this. We just talk about it all the time. I mean, I'm blessed. Uh, again, I work hard. I mean, I've got businesses. I do a ton of stuff. I, you know, but I'm not out in the hot sun, you know, working on a roof i'm you know it's i i yeah i mean i bust my ass i mean i got here today at 3 a.m i won't go home till seven o'clock tonight in between i'll probably do 20 or 30 voiceovers write a ton of commercials i got all this stuff to do but i'm blessed and i love the way that you know to work hard i got zero problems with that but how an average person lives in some places is beyond me so he sends me this article about how expensive it is. And I've lived in some of these cities, by the way, just to let you know. In fact, how many of these cities have I lived in? One, two, three of these cities. Born in one, lived in one, which is where Jack currently finds himself, and lived in another. Of the top five monthly rents, I have not lived in any of the bottom Five. Oxnard, California. To rent a place is $4,200 a month. San Jose. So think of Silicon Valley. Sunnyvale, Santa Clara, $4,300. Bridgeport, Connecticut, $4,350. San Diego, Carlsbad, $4,600. And then Long Beach, Los Angeles, Anaheim, just about $4,700. So I went, I'm like, what do you get for $4,600? I was like, are you kidding me? I was telling the guys, there is a there's a 600-foot bedroom. I mean, a, like, not even an apartment. It, it's, 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 have you ever seen those motels that are one story, very 1950s, and they look like almost mini cottages next to each other? It's like that. It's 600 square feet. It is $6,000. But even some of the apartments, it's like two-bedroom, two-bath apartment. And you're like, it looks okay. It's got hardwood floors, kind of. And that's $4,800. What are you making? So you know, it's funny. You talk about, like, California. You know, make you know, you know, your family be like, "Oh, did you hear so and so's making 150 grand a year?" Yeah, well, after taxes in California, right? After taxes, you're maybe bringing home 7,500, and if you got to spend five thousand dollars a month on rent, I got news for you: that sucks. That isn't fun at all. Focus on the things that matter. 
right, in life, if you are the politicians, don't be Mary Daly, who's the uh, president of the Federal Reserve Bank. First of all, she wants to talk about inflation. That we are not completed with our fight against high inflation. These prints of 9.1% are harming American families, harming businesses trying to figure out how to do their business and expand. And we are committed to getting that back down to something closer to 2%. Okay, that sounds great, right? She's trying. This is it. This is a, uh, th- this is a good thing. She's trying. That's good. That's what we want, right? 2%. Inflation, 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 inflation. Again, we were just talking about how does the average person do it, right? If you if you make fifty grand a year, well, again, it's all relative, right? It's different if it's the bottom of these rent prices. If you're living in Mobile or Dayton or Wichita, Akron or Canton, uh, you're paying about thirteen hundred to fourteen hundred a month for a single family kind of you know two three bedroom place. But you're living in a lot of these other places. If you can split the difference in a lot of these places here in Arizona, since I have moved here. Rents have soared to the place where I'm like, you got to learn, you know, earn a crap ton of money to get a two bedroom place here. It's exploded. Now it ain't 4,800 bucks a month, but it's 25 or 26 and you're paying rent. It's three grand. So we got to get that inflation down. It's not going to come down. Rents are going to continue to go up, especially because we're, the housing market is slowing down, so they're not building more homes. So we're going to be in this stagnant position for a while. So you got to get inflation down. What else are you going to try to do, Mary? Tell us. I am optimistic that we will be able to get inflation down with a rate path that doesn't constrain the economy so tremendously that we end up with a a deep recession that's painful on the other side of things. And that is, if you think about it, the definition of a soft landing. We're trying to bring the economy down to a sustainable pace of growth. All right. There you go. Sustainable pace of growth, soft landing. That's what she's hoping for. This is it because people, you know what? You know, everybody we talk about all the time. You're making decisions. Robin, Peter, paying Paul can't do that anymore. Now we got to figure out. I can't pay Paul. Peter's trying to pay Mary. <laughs> so I'm going to have to figure out which one I don't pay. Right now. If you go to your local store, just watch for this. There are things littering the aisles of as you approach the the uh, counters because people are putting things back. They're putting things back in the aisles. They're putting things back before they get to the checkout. They're bursting into tears because life has become hard because they can't afford things. And so what those individuals will feel is that 3% is or whatever we get to by the end of the year, they want to see not everything they go in to purchase being less affordable than it was just a month ago. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be a win right there. That is a win if you guys can get it down there. Raising rates is going to help doing that. And again, it's weird because to slow the economy, we have to choke the economy and try to basically break the economy and then try to rebuild it in a way that's easy. But you want to do it where you don't feel it going on. And she feels your pain. Where are you personally seeing the impact of inflation in your own daily life? I see prices rising, but I have enough. But I don't find myself in a space where I have to make trade-offs because I have enough. Many, many Americans have enough. In my daily life, I see the rising prices, but I'm fine because I have a sufficient income to make those trade-offs. For other people, that's not the case. And those are the people that this is so important for. 
Okay, Mary, the, the, that the, you lost us there. I will say this. People will jump all over this today on her. She was honest. That's what she was. She was honest. I have enough. She makes a half a million dollars a year. Her base salary, I think, is $36,000 a month, give or take. Right? She's probably been a homeowner in the Bay Area for many, many years. Her house is probably worth two, three, four, five million dollars. She's not starving. I have enough. I see people and I understand. I can empathize with them because I've been in that position. That's where she should have gone. See, I've been broke. I've been super broke. <laughs> I've been get your car repoed, hide yourself, hide your kids, hide your wife kind of broke. That's, yeah, I've been there. I'm blessed now. Do you feel it? I notice it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, and you go and you spend $1,000 at the grocery store. Now, granted, we had to replace all of our stuff because our power went out a couple weeks ago. And, and, and you know, our grocery bill was over $1,000. So do I notice that? Yeah, because I'm not insane. Who wouldn't notice that? I don't care how rich you are. You notice that. That being said, did it deter me? No. She was honest about, look, I'm here to do everything I possibly can to try to get inflation back down. But if you're asking me, am I putting things back? No, I'm blessed. I don't have to put things back. She'll get torn apart for that today. I don't think it was... You could, it goes back to, again, it's not sometimes what you say, it's how you say it. If you say what I said, look, I'm, I'm blessed. I, 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 I see it every day, though. I absolutely see it every day. Because I've been there. I've made choice. By the way, I have been broke in good times in the country. Because <laughs> I made choices to sacrifice, to, to build the things that I wanted to build. And that included sleeping in my office for months. That included, you know, having my son with me, who's now 12, and scrounging change up so we could go get tacos to eat. Right? That, like, that included me working in a smaller market and having no vehicle and asking one of our clients on the station. Hey, can I use one of your vehicles? Oh, it was a car client? No, it was a plumbing company. I drove a plumbing truck for a while. That's what that is. I've been there. Then you can phrase it around, but I'm blessed now. And 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 I make a great income and and you know, uh uh and it would have been better. But it kind of came off like oh, goodness me. Forty six hundred dollars. I always say this when I go to the I go to the damn uh, movie theater. You don't take the kids, right? It's that's ten bucks to get in. So there's, you know, four, four of us. That's forty bucks, right? You go on in, and you're like, "Well, we're getting popcorn, right?" Because ah, I'm, I'm not sneaking candy in. I mean, you know, these, these people are trying to make a living here. You know, they got their business, and you go and you and you spend all this money, and you look up and you're like, "Sweet Jesus, it cost me 110 bucks to get in here, 120 bucks just before we sit down." You're like, "Wow." Yeah, you get inflation down, you focus on the things that, that matter, and that's why at the end of the day, when, when we're voting this year for midterms, it's going to be 
a situation, especially if inflation is still hovering anywhere between, let's say, 7 and 10%, depending on where you are in the country, there's no doubt that that's going to be a giant weight around everybody who's got a D by their name. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Here's something that's free, Rough Greens. All right? Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor, this is a guy who is Vietnam vet, era helicopter pilot, decorated soldier, Green Beret, paratrooper. He's done all this stuff, right? He's He's got like a seventh dan or a degree, you know, black belt in, in karate. He's a cancer survivor, but he grew up in and around animals, specifically dogs in Missouri. And he came up with this amazing formula with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff. And what did he want to do? He wanted to make sure that every dog had the opportunity to live a healthier, happier life. And he's done it for my dogs, and he's done it for thousands of other listeners out there. And he wants to do it for you. He wants to send you a bag for free. What is it? It's a bag. It's going to come. It's it's a supplement. It's a little powder. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. Don't change anything. Just watch what happens. So go now. Get a bag for free. It's a two-week jump start. You cover the cost of shipping. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Warning. No snowflake zone. Uninformed opinions are in danger of melting. The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the old webs of the inter and the net. Rent prices we're talking about are trending right now. Jobs, jobs, jobs. And touch on that in a little bit. What did the latest report said? Ooh, what it did. Leslie Grace, uh, she's the Batgirl. Uh, shared a uh, a statement following the cancellation of the Batgirl film. And by cancellation, we mean, oh, they were going to shoot it? No, they shot it. They looked at it. They said, this is turd. <laughs> and they threw it away. She says, to every Batgirl fan. And she said, fan, not fans. <laughs> Thank you for the love and belief allowing me to take the cape and become, as Bab said best, my own damn hero. Batgirl for life. Oh, my God. How bad does that have to be? You spent $90 million on a movie. $90 million. Like, hey, I got a great idea. Let's do this movie. So they go and they spend all this money. <laughs> and then they're like, this is awful. <laughs> Don't let anybody see it. Ever. Head over to Google. Alex Jones, uh, a lot of trouble. Yeah, I was talking about this. Uh, San Diego. Alex Jones, the uh, number one trending thing yesterday. Uh, if you guys have not followed any of this, this is the ongoing trial between the Sandy Hook parents and Alex Jones and InfoWars. And we'll touch a bit on it a little bit. Uh, but let's just say uh, his lawyers are awful <laughs> at their job. If their job was to do everything they could to help Alex Jones. They're not good at their job. And that is being uh, kind 
and saying that. Pray. P-R-E-Y. Is, I think, out. That's Hulu's uh, new and latest incarnation of the Predator movie. And this one's really interesting. This has nothing to do with, like, the Predator in modern times. This goes all the way back uh, to when it was, you know, there was basically just a few tribes here on the continent. And it's the first time the Predator came down. So you would think, well, there's no way the Predator could lose. (laughs) Or is there? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to have to watch that, Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Yeah, Alex Jones. Yeah, his attorneys did something and uh, bad. 12 days ago. Your attorneys messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone. Don't. With every text message you've sent for the past two years. You know what perjury is, right? You know what perjury is, right? You know what perjury is. Of course, this is whether or not it was a real incident that took place because he was always it's crisis actor, crisis crisis actor. I was under a lot of pressure. I was under a lot of pressure. I was under a lot of pressure, and I truly, when I said those statements, when I say something, I mean it. That I really could believe that it was totally staged at that point. Which is an interesting thought, and we'll touch on it, I'm sure, in a little bit. Of If you believe it to be true, does that make you evil? Now, if this was one incident of Alex Jones, then you could say, well, you know what? Maybe that person truly believes something like that. I don't know. He admitted on the stage it took place, but could he have believed something like that? Well, he's at that point where he sees everything as a conspiracy, so maybe he did, but he's broke, and it's going to get worse. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The economy, stupid! The economy, stupid! That's it. It's the economy. We talk about a lot of other things, but at the end of the day, the economy is still going to be the biggest factor. I'm not saying certain things won't play into it. I mean, it's hard not to 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 see, especially, here's the thing. If you're the Democrats, you get excited about what you saw in... Uh, Kansas. With a record turnout, voters of Kansas defeated a ballot initiative to remove the right to choose an abortion from the Kansas Constitution. They're trying to strike it and eliminate it from the Kansas Constitution. In a decisive vote, in a decisive victory, voters made it clear that politicians should not interfere with the fundamental rights of women. It's a powerful signal that this fall, the American people will vote to preserve and protect the right and refuse to let them be ripped away by politicians. And was there an uptick? There absolutely was. Why? Because it was on the ballot. Know this. Many states that can vote, not everyone who can, but many states who have a chance to vote for this, it's not going to be on the ballot. It's not going to be on the ballot here in Arizona. 
midterms yesterday, uh, primaries the other day, uh, turnout was bleh. That's being kind. It was what it was. That's what turnout was. It was, it was awful. Like 28%. Now, granted, midterms tend to be down because it gets not the Olympics, right? We pay attention during the Olympics. Like, with are you sitting around today? Go, man, I, I can't go anywhere this weekend because, uh, you know, the NCA, you know, swimming championships are on. Or I can't go anywhere. You're not doing that, right? You don't. Like, you watch it when it's the Olympics. Oh, Mike Phelps. Yeah, yeah. Michael Phelps. My, you guys do realize he swam outside of the Olympics. <laughs> Jack, Jack asked me that the other day. He goes, hey, Dad, what do they do when it's not the Olympics? <laughs> I'm like, they swim. <laughs> there's other, th- yeah, there's other stuff. <laughs> like, he gets college. But then he thinks, well, you get out of college, what do you do? You got nothing going on, right? So midterms are normally, you know, you're not paying attention. But primaries in midterms, like nobody's paying attention. And nobody was. Outside of a few places. You're not energizing the base. Yeah, great. If it's on the ballot, you'll probably get more people to show up. And and it's not just, you know, uh, uh, it's not just the, the left that's going to show up. There are people out there that are on the right and or conservative, you know, you know, values the way they look at life and stuff that are also energized. But it's not going to be on the ballot. So if you're counting on it being on the ballot because you've got a, a, a somebody who's going to go, oh, I'm pro-choice, so vote for me. It's different when you hand it to people and say, this is the one thing, because I can guarantee you, if you would have asked a vast majority of those people about who else they're voting for, they probably were like, oh, whatever, I don't, I'm here for this specific reason. Well, that specific reason isn't going to be on a lot of ballots. A person who might support it will be. That's a different thing. So at the end of the day, it comes down to jobs. The labor market continues to be an economic strength for the country, but the number of layoffs crept up slightly last week. Applications for unemployment assistance rose by 6,000 from the prior week. Overall, though, there are fewer Americans collecting jobless benefits than at any time in the last 50 years, and there are an estimated 11 million job openings around the country. You know that professor that asked about privilege? Could you tell me a privilege you have? (laughs) There's a privilege. Go explain that to the rest of the world. All right, guys, let me explain this to you. Our job market is so hot, right? Like you guys, you guys have jobs? None of you have jobs. We have so many jobs that we can't, we, we, we can't give away. People go and they'll go, uh, I got offered four jobs there. I don't know if I'm going to take any of them. That's how many jobs we have. So our economy is so red hot that we have to kill it and then revive it. And they're like, excuse me? We have to choke it off, and then we can revive it. No, I thought you said your economy is great. It is, but it's too good. And then it makes stuff more expensive. (laughs) Ah, You guys wouldn't understand. (laughs) That is weird, right? Like, when you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, that is kind of hot. So, explain it to us again, Chad. Wait, choke it. Just do it, do it, do it. And then just before you're dead, Right? You don't want to go full 
lead singer from NXS, Michael Hutchinson. <laughs> but you, or David Carradine. Oh, Chad. But you do, but if you do, remember, if you're into that, leave a suicide note as a just in case. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where we are. That's privilege, kids. That is privilege. On the other side of things, if you're the Republicans, you focus on things like the economy, what we were talking about. The wokeness is a part of it. Immigration is a big thing. And it's becoming a bigger thing. Right? School's a big thing. Don't, and here's my thing. I've often wondered this. Because I'm trying to get, so, you know, now we're getting ready for the exciting time where the debates can happen. And uh, I can't wait for that. And I keep telling them, here, get me. I want to do a debate. <laughs> I want to I I moderate a debate. And everybody's like, I don't think that's a good idea. Because Mike Broomhead, one of our local hosts, does it and several of the other hosts. But they are like, no, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't let Chad anywhere there. Because I will go, are you, are you being real? Are we, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> I will. I would just look at him and say, that is the dumbest thing in the world. Stop it. <laughs> Come back to reality. So if you focus on the things that matter, you got it. High inflation, a border that is leaking like a sieve, right? You've got, a, a, you know, a, we're going to have to slow down the economy. And I can't blame all that on, look, if you, you can look at it two ways for Biden. It's like, Biden, your economy is so good, we have to slow it down and go. But the inflation, you printed too much money. We can, we can go through all the things, we get it. And crime. Crime is becoming a massive, massive issue. And I, I, was, I, I read an article the other day where Soros was like, don't blame me for the rising crime. You're putting DAs in across the country who are basically telling everybody, do whatever you want, whenever you want. And that's okay with us. So yes, you've, you you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to bear some of this one here, brother. But people are pissed and they're fighting back. Case in point: octogenarian store owner in Norco, California, Craig Cope. Oh man, the Norco. Also, the Valley of the Dirt people. I've been to Norco on many many occasions. Lots of. Uh, it's a weird place where you go down at just a regular block and they got kind of like a house that's kind of beat up and nasty, right? You know, it's like one of those ones where there's like cars on blocks and they got the plastic pool, the little itty bitty one there and uh, like an engine on the, and, and the grass is nasty. And next to it's like a million dollar home with like horses. And it's like, kind of a weird place, but it's Norco, right? Valley of the dirt people like where I live. Guy goes in, he's going to shoot. Threaten to kill the store owner. Want stuff. A Southern California store owner forcefully let criminals know to not rob his store. Seen him a couple of times while I've been here, and honestly, I can kind of expect that from him. He seems like a pretty bad old man. Yeah, he didn't take nothing. That guy screaming, he shot my arm off. You pointed a gun at him and threatened him. He, too, had a gun. He took you serious. And he popped a cap. 
But I think the best part about this story is when cameras talk to the people in the local community. Not everyone in California is a woke, crazy person. I guess he gets what he deserves, so. The criminals are in control of everything right now. And the fact that he they turned around and showed him what for, I think it's amazing. Everybody's brazen and thinks that they are owed everything and that they could do whatever they want. And it's not right to do that to people. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Because it, it is a nightmare. You know, I was, I, so I'm talking to my uncle the other day. He goes, dude, he's down in Huntington Beach. And he goes, dude, it's it's I'm sitting here and there are homeless people everywhere. And there's a lady. He goes, could you hear that? I said, yeah. He goes, there's a lady in front of me in the crosswalk and she's screaming at me. <laughs> I said, good times. I said, they have just allowed this thing to run nuts. I mean, a big CEO just got robbed in uh, San Francisco the other day, and he basically told London Breed, this is the worst city in America, and you guys are allowing this to happen. This can't happen. Yeah. Some people have had enough. And this guy is in an area where he's like, you know what? i got to protect myself. I know what I do. I sell stuff. I've got cash on hand. People want it. I'm going to defend it. But somebody needs to do something now because we're just getting downhill faster and faster. And uh, it's certainly a concern, not just to me, but I hear it all the time from my customer base. And everybody that I'm exposed to is really fed up. And I certainly can't blame them. No, no. Why, why would you? Why would you? You know, I mean, at the point of in many of these places, and again, this is one of those things you focus on, rising crime rates. And violence, yeah, that's a part of it, and everybody focuses on it. But imagine being a store owner. So so when my grandfather passed away, we've we've got this house out there, and part of the house is, it's like a long, you know, it's zoned for commercial. So you've got the house on one side, and the other parts of the building, it's commercial, and there's a, a liquor store there. They get robbed. So far this year, it's been pretty good. They've only been robbed like three or four times, they said. But they're like, what kills us? It's the day-to-day. Just walking in, just grabbing stuff and leaving, getting stored. And, and oh, it's the cost of doing business. It's No. People are fed up with it. They're fed up with it. This is something, as a Republican, you can focus on. And they'll say, speaking of stolen, 2000. No, don't. No, no. Talk about today. More businesses should be armed like that and defend their businesses like that. You know, I'm not for gun violence, but he wasn't the one doing the violence. The people that came in were the ones doing the violence. And that's what we need to understand in our society. When people are doing violence against us, we have the right to protect ourselves. Got his arm shot. He shot my arm off. (laughs) I have yet to see somebody who hasn't gone and laughed. And Well, you kind of got what you deserved there. I like that lady. You got the what for. You did get the what for. The double barrel what for? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet at us. EdenPureDeals.com is amazing. The best air purifiers. Right? Want to talk about zapping and shooting things. When those odors of those criminal odors get into your home and they stink. And it could be that litter box. It could be your teenage kids. It could be, you know, uh, you, you, you've smoked in the house. Whatever. And you want to eliminate those things. Guess what? This does it. Like that guy, bam, 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 gone. Eliminates those odors. You'll smell the difference. And that's what I love about Eden Pure. No filters to buy. Plug it straight into the wall. Super quiet. 
amazing. Right now, use code CHAD3. You save $200, and you're going to get free shipping right to your door. You're going to get three of them. That'll take care of your house. Absolutely. And they work so fast. They don't mask odors. They eliminate them. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3. $200 savings, and you're going to get free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Chris Rock taking his four-season sitcom, Everybody Hates Chris, the world of animation. I started writing my first special in a lock. Everybody Still Hates Chris will be a reimagined animated version of the show for both Paramount Plus and Comedy Central. The series will follow Rock's teen years with the legendary comedian narrating. The Oscar-winning 1980s Melanie Griffith, Harrison Ford, Sigourney Weaver comedy Working Girls reportedly getting the reboot treatment. I have a head for business and a bod for sin. With Selena Gomez starring and executive producing. Meantime, the Patrick Swayze cult classic action flick Roadhouse is also being revived. As a guy like you end up a bouncer. Just lucky, I guess. With Jake Gyllenhaal in the starring role for Prime Video. Can I just say I had no idea that Working Girl got an Academy Award <laughs> I liked it, you know. I thought it was cool, fun, but uh, it got Academy Award six Academy Award nominations for Working Girl, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress. Uh, let's see here. Joan Cusack was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Are you kidding me? Did it win? Let's take a look. Academy Awards. I had no idea. It won Best Original Song. So you had uh, Sigourney Weaver also got Best Supporting Actress. It won Best Original Song, Let the River Run. Ooh, no idea. Bullet Train opens today. That's the new uh, spy comedy, assassin comedy thriller. That stars Brad Pitt, Bad Bunny's in it, bunch of people are in it. Uh, it looks really cool. Uh, that should be fun. I, I just, you know, I, I I saw the trailer and I thought that looks fun. That's what I like with movies, fun. I might do that. I'm always bummed when I have to take Jack home on, uh, you know, when it's time for him to go back because he's getting ready to start school and stuff. I'm always kind of bummed. And I'm going to be seeing him in a couple weeks because, Labor Day's got a big hockey tournament, so we're going to go out there. But, mm, man, I'll tell you what. I might go see a movie. I might do that. I might go see a movie Saturday night. Might do that. Maybe go on a little vacation. What do you get when you combine Lego Star Wars and vacation? Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation, of course. Me? Oh, I'm no spy. I'm on vacation. Featuring characters from the recent film franchise, including Finn and Rey, but also General Leia and Lieutenant Valeria, voiced by Yvette Nicole Brown, who tells me she's a nerd for Star Wars and Lego and so much more. Being a nerd just means you just love something so much. Star Wars Summer Vacation hits Disney Plus tomorrow. Hmm. I like Star Wars. I was never a Lego guy. I never got into Legos. Never cared for them. Didn't think anything about them. Never intrigued me. It just wasn't my jam. Wasn't my jam, Legos. 
Star Wars? Yeah. Jack liked Legos. My daughter loves Legos. She does. She will, She goes crazy for Legos. She, puts, she builds all kinds of stuff. Uh, mostly it's a mess. She's building a mess. <laughs> like all the time. But she likes, uh, she likes you know, to put stuff in, tear it apart, and then leave it there, and then look at us like, I can't believe that happened. Can you guys believe that happened? That you took out all your toys and left them on the ground? Yes, I can believe that happened. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all the other stuff. I should probably do more of that stuff, but it's just hard because everybody's so full of anger. Don't be. Again. We live in the greatest country in the world, the greatest time in history. Remind yourself that every once in a great while. All right? Just do it. Just do it. You miss any of the show, grab the podcast. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. We're talking a lot today about the uh, GOP, right? That's the gap. It's a grand old party there, GOP. And uh, MAGA, make America great again. Can they live together? Can they survive together? I think they can. But here's the deal. To survive together, you must learn how to work with one another and you must ask yourself not as a politician and not as somebody who's trying to impress donald trump or grab the low-hanging fruit but as somebody who is looking out for the the better if you will of the people that you want to represent whether it's going to be at your state level or at the national level what's important to you Honest. If I was to ask a hundred people, right, from all walks of life, some Democrats, some Republicans, some independents, male, female, non-binary, birthing people, whatever you want, what's important to you? But I'm just saying the average voter, what is important for you? Now you're gonna get some people say abortion's important to me, climate change. And you'll get a few people that say, Oh, uh, you know, 2020 election. So we put that handful of seven people over here. The other 93% will say, inflation in the economy, bro. Are we even having this conversation? Exactly. So if you're going to win, you're going to have to learn how to be malleable. You're going to have to adapt. Because if only talking about what took place i had a conversation the other day with somebody and you know they were infuriated with me which was it's always fun i get a lot of that by the way <laughs> once you guys know there's a lot of that that goes on because they were trying to convince me how important the 2020 election is and how getting the truth and and overturning it and i kept telling him 
it's not going to happen. There's no mechanism. I said Biden could come out today and said it was totally rigged. There is zero mechanism to go back. None. So stop it. And they just, they just couldn't give it up. Just could not, just wouldn't, could not stop. Just wouldn't give it up. And I finally said to him, you're better off trying to figure out how to build a time machine and go back in time than trying to do what you think that you're going to do. I can't fix tomorrow, but I live today and I'm working so tomorrow's better. That's how you have to look at it. Will they? I don't think so. I don't. And you have every opportunity in front of you. So you adapt or die. And the Democrats are going to give you all kinds of stuff that you can run on. And, and, and they're doing that now. They're, and they're getting as far away from, from this president as possible. But if you don't take advantage of it, you're going to pay the price. So you better figure out how you take advantage of it. I don't know if they will, to be honest. I mean, both sides. I, I, that's one of the reasons I, I keep saying I would love to, to, to have a debate, you know, where I'm moderating. it. Tell me you're not going to watch that. <laughs> you're like, this guy is. Because I'll look right at him and go, that's it's not even, it's not even a, that's not real. You're, what you're saying is not real. It's just no facts. When did, you know, it's funny, for, I hear all the time on the right, well, you know, facts matter. Facts do matter. Absolutely. Truth matters. Not your truth, or but facts matter. Do you have the facts to back up all of your accusations? Because if you don't, then what are you doing? Facts matter. People get so blinded by emotion that they don't see it, they can't hear it, because they're singularly focused on, and it's emotion. And normally, the emotion side of the yeah, that's, that's the left side of the aisle, right? That's people like this lady here. I don't know if I'm being a bit extreme with this, but... Prior to 2016, I go in the supermarket and there's a person next to me, the clerk who checked me out, go to the doctor's office, talk to the receptionist, the doctor, go to the dentist, get my car fixed. I had no issue. Now, now, 2022, I'm looking at the receptionist at the doctor's office and wondering if she's a Trump supporter. I'm wondering if my mechanic voted for Trump. I don't want you fixing my car, right? What? That's emotion. I don't want you blanking my car. I don't want you doing this, right? I don't want you fixing this or doing that or blankety, blankety, blankety. That's emotion, right? Because that, 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 when you're in a position where you're living in that kind of emotion, first of all, you, you, nobody can reach you, right? It's like when you have a bad breakup. Ah, there's more fish in the sea. Life's going to get better. Blah, 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 blah. Doesn't, no, you don't want to hear it at that point in time. But when you allow emotion to be everything to you all the time well that's not a good thing could you imagine living your life like that like you go into a you know just get a burger at a place you're like how many of you here voted for trump or voted for biden well i'm not gonna let you uh uh i'm not gonna let you uh make me a hamburger that's the dumbest thing in the world these are the people that and we have used this analogy since trump 
one on the night. These are the people who would say on an airplane while it's in mid-flight, not my pilot. And I would say, is your pilot. And they'd say, it's not my pilot. And I would say, it's is your pilot. And they would hope that the plane would crash, even if it meant killing them, because they would rather be essentially right in their virtue of look at me than just accept the fact that, yeah, that's your pilot for right now. That's it. At the supermarket, the cashier who's ringing me through, did you vote for Trump? Because I don't want you ringing my shit up. My dentist, don't be drilling me if you voted for Trump. Is anybody else like me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the people you hang out are kind of like you. But no. What if the only person that can fix your car voted for Trump? Hmm. That's a... It's a... It's weird, right? It's a weird thing, right? Like, what if? What if you walked in and you're like, hey, my friend up the street, you know, great mechanic. Oh, yeah, voted for Trump. has got a Trump flag. But your car's broke down. Really nice guy. Ah, it doesn't matter. Voted for Trump. So what are you going to do? Just going to sit here, not fix it. And then you find a place and you take it. And that person is, is uber liberal and your car never gets fixed. That's where you're going to live your life? My God, what is wrong with me? Again, focus on what's good. Focus on going forward, fighting inflation, bringing down inflation. If you're the liberals, stay away from woke stuff. I talk to more people who are Democrats and liberals who are like, I cannot stand this stuff. This stuff is hurting our party. It's not helping us anyway. It's, it's based on emotion and zero facts. It's ridiculous. It's what happens when you allow extremes to become the focal point of everything that you guys do on the right and left. I just want the normal person who goes to work and just goes, eh, you know, did my job, did the best I could, you know, busted my ass, you know, that's it. Okay, thanks, politician guy, gal, I don't really care. Okay, we're moving on with our lives. But if your whole platform is, What's your platform? I'm going to repeal 2022 and we're going to get the election thrown out. Or the other platform is, I think men can have babies and women are no longer women. They're birthing people and we should have open borders. And blah. then, and there's more of the out there right now because the rest of us, the exhausted majority, the alt middle, the people that are a little right, a little left, We're not letting our voices be heard, and we need to. We need to. We need to snatch sanity back from crazy sooner rather than later. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram. We'll have more on uh, this and some Alex Jones stuff, a lot of stuff coming up. This guy argues with me every day. He sends me stuff that I'm pronouncing this thing wrong. All right? And it's called, this is what I get sent to me by the company, MyPillow. It's called Per cow is what they say. Like as in calorie. No, it's wrong. Wrong. You you don't know. You're an idiot. I get all that guy. I just laugh. That's okay. Well, they're the best sheets around. That's what I do know. Breathable, cool, crisp, durable, built to last. 
250 thread count. You're going to love these. Imported. They put everything together here. But you will love these. Queen, king size, two pillowcases, $39.98, normally 90 bucks. 60-day money-back guarantee, one-year limited warranty. Right now, take advantage of your per-cal bed sheets by calling 800-983-4975 or going to MyPillow.com slash Benson, MyPillow.com slash Benson, only $39.98 plus deep, deep discounts and advantage in the buy one, get one free on MyPillow's towels and so much more. MyPillow.com slash Benson, MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. What? Greatest thing ever. Time for us to do what we do, and that time is every day. She's inspired people. She does. She inspires. I mean, don't you feel inspired? Harvard professor. My name is Bowie Martinez-Reed, and I study knowledge and understanding of knowing at Harvard. And what we know now is known because we know it. But we're learning that what we understand about what we don't know, we'll never know until we learn it. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Okay, wait, what? Wait, hold on. What did you say, uh, Kamala? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Uh, Professor? My name is Bowen Martinez-Reed, and I study knowledge and understanding of knowing at Harvard. And what we know now is known because we know it. But we're learning that what we understand about what we don't know, we'll never know until we learn it. Uh. Again, when they were both done, when they both thought, nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> crushed it, guys. Crushed it. You guys see me? I crushed that. Oh, my goodness. Insanity. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. It's my Friday. I'm going to take some time off. Enjoy my uh, few days before my son goes home. And, uh, you know, as we, he and I were having a, a, a nice conversation last night. And if you missed any show, grab the uh, uh, the podcast, just talking about, you know, privilege and stuff. Because I told the kids how, you know, you guys are living the dream right now. And dad's working hard. And I want you guys to see that. Uh, but you guys are you guys are living the dream. They spent all day yesterday at a water park. And I was thinking, my God, we we did the math. Right, so I did the math on my my son and stepdaughter. They went down this uh, giant slide that's over there, and you got to walk up the slide. It's like sixty steps up, and then it comes all the way down. It worked out to be three hundred and eighty-five, uh, you know, essentially stories they walked up throughout the day. And I thought, oh, sweet mother of goodness, to have the energy. And we're talking about last night ago, but think about this, guys. You guys are here having fun, enjoying life, loving every second. Dad slaving over a hot microphone. Remember that. But if you're missing to the show, grab it. We were talking earlier about privilege because, uh, you know, I, just being in this country, being born here gives everybody a head start. 
It does. It gives everybody this jump start in life. And I don't think people understand that. And when I hear people freak out about how much they can't stand America and craziness. And, you know, it's like when we talk about woke stuff, right? Here's a perfect example of, of, of you know, the woke world of wackiness. You could sit here and you can listen to people. Uh, you know, all day they bitch about America and they bitch about this, you know, uh, everybody's mean to them and they want to talk about pronouns. So I still use neo-pronouns and that's not changing. But I have made a decision, which is that if for some reason you can't use neo-pronouns to refer to me and you need a word that you already know how it fits into the English language, you may refer to me as it, it's. It, it's. It, it's is cool. Non-noun neo-pronouns are still my preferred but if you need a pronoun like while you're learning those, or if for some reason neo-pronouns are inaccessible to you, then it is. It is. Of course, if you're not using my pronouns just because you don't want to or you think they're invalid, you can f*** right off. Thanks. Yeah, see? You're, you're, if, if I'm not, first of all, I'm never going to call, unless your name is literally it it's, you're, you have a name, right? You weren't born pronoun. I, my, what's your name of your child? I, I left it pronoun free. They're going to pick it. No, no, you're not it, it's. But if you you can blank off, and I thought to myself, God, the, that's where we are in our world. The rest of the world is struggling to survive. And a lot, now I'm talking about, you know, a, a vast portion of, 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 you know, you go and look out through the Middle East, you see the, you know, things going on in Africa. And so we're at the point in the Western world where the anger that kids and young people feel because the pronouns aren't used correctly is the fight and the battle that they have while other people are fighting day to day just to survive. Talk about privilege. My goodness. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. A lot of stuff still to get to. We're going to squeeze it in, including some Alex Jones stuff. And if you didn't see what their lawyer, his lawyer did the, yesterday and the whole Sandy Hook thing, what a debacle. Uh, and, and, we're going to talk a little bit about can MAGA and conservatism live together? You know, in the world, you've got to learn to adapt and die. And sometimes things come along and they change stuff, right? They upset the apple cart. They're disruptors. Trump was definitely that. Not only did it disrupt the political system, not only did it disrupt the Democrats, it disrupted the Republican Party. Absolutely, 100%. Can the two coexist? I do believe they can. We're going to talk about that. And, of course, Mark Cuban, he wants to have a Jurassic Park, which is a great idea, except for the park that it's not. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You know, for all the talk of uh, look at all the MAGA that got through, look how Trump won the night. The reality is, is nobody won anything in the primaries in several of the states and across the country. And everybody's, you know, talking about uh, that, that, that look at MAGA as strong as can be. Here's the reality of it. We don't know what's going to happen in the general. And isn't that what it's all about? If you're the Republicans or MAGA, beating another Republican 
if you will, or a rhino or whatever you want to call them, is not actually doing anything, right? The World Cup's going to start in, in a few months, and I'm super excited about it. And getting out of your group into the elimination round, uh, for some, that's, well, I can't believe, you know, smaller countries or countries that aren't great at, at soccer, that's a, that's a win. But for big countries, right? right, for countries like Germany and, 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 and England and Brazil, you go to win the tournament. You got through the gauntlet of your side, but the reality is now you're out of that, right? You're out of the final four, you're into the final, and it's to win. And I keep reminding people of that. Yes, over the last couple of days, people running around and, oh, my God, look at what's happened. Da, 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 da. Hey, your goal is to win, right? If you're a Republican, your goal is to win the general, not just beat your fellow Republican. Oh, yeah, I thought about that. That's true. That's, that's very true. That's very true. Now, here's something else. The, you know, uh, Ken Maga... And the Republicans exist. I, I brought that up yesterday at the end of the show. And and I do believe they can exist. And I think you could take the best of both. But like everything else, you know, people say, why would anybody be a conservative? Why would anybody be a Democrat? Uh, you know, a liberal. The, 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 here's the reality of it. The, the core ideas of the parties aren't what is ever represented because they're businesses and businesses are for profit. And that's what the Republican and Democrats are about. They take both of their their the, the, the extremes because that's where the money lies. And now that's the way that they twist it and, and run the game. So right now, MAGA is, is, is kind of dominating the conservative party in a lot of ways. And that has a lot to do with Trump. Now, if they lose in the general, that might change. But can they take some of MAGA and some of the old school conservatism and can they coexist i think they can absolutely 100% but you've got to be willing to do certain things you absolutely must you've got to be willing to do certain things what are those certain things you got to be willing to put behind 2020 which is going to be hard for a lot to do and focus singularly as as you move forward on the failings of the economy and the Democrats and what they've been doing. Woke policies, the idea of birthing people and menstruating people, the idea that you're going to put critical race theory and segregate our children by skin color, the idea that you're going to let violent criminals out of jail over and over again to reoffend and reoffend and assault our people, open borders, no limits whatsoever on immigration, energy prices through the roof, inflation through the roof, and basic anti-American Marxism being pushed at every level of society. This doesn't sell anywhere. And I would say to Republicans, and this is very important, if you don't run on these issues, you're going to leave so many seats on the table in these midterms. The polls have been tightening, and it's because Republicans aren't hitting these issues enough. Talk about them every single day. Absolutely 110%. Stephen Miller, talk about them. The first place I would go is inflation, economy, inflation, economy, jobs, recession. The second thing I would focus on, immigration. It's a nightmare. Nothing's being done. So 
You've got inflation, immigration. And when I say inflation, it's the economy. I, I combine them. I know some groups separate. Well, this talk. I just throw everything in it as, as you, you, you don't sit down and go, okay, I'm thinking about inflation. Now I'm going to think about the economy and my job. You kind of combined all of it. And then you go into immigration. Big time. And if you're a parent, you look at education in school. We need to pay teachers more, but I expect more out of my teachers. Getting back into a world of reality, 110%. No, men can't have babies. Now, you can identify as a man. I mean, as a woman, but, uh, you know, or a man, but you're, you're still, you know, the innards are still what they are. The, just reality. But the number one thing I focus on, because those things are great for talking points. But the truth is, we're still a, an economy-based society. Everything else will take care of itself if you can focus on one or two things. Find the lane. And this is what the Democrats are going to do. They're going to bring up abortion left, right, and center, as they should. They saw what happened in Kansas, right? They feel like, man, even the Republicans are, 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 are all about uh, uh, abortion and stuff. Common sense conservatives in the middle of America essentially said to the Republican politicians looking state by state to ban abortion, whoa, slow down, slow down. This is not Kansas saying, you know, uh, we want to allow all abortions. This is Kansas saying we disagree with the Supreme Court and we want the politicians to slow down and listen to us. Let's have a nuanced reasonable, compromised debate about this. It also is proof in a primary election, a lot of people turned out. John, the Democrats believe this will help them in November, that this will motivate voters. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. In a few states it might. In some states it won't. But common sense conservatism right there, right? And by the way, they say we disagree with the uh, uh, Supreme Court. Well, it's kind of weird because the Supreme Court said it should be a state's issue. You guys are the state. You guys got to vote on it. In theory, they put it in your hands and you gave the message that, no, we're fine with this. We're fine. And did it motivate? It might. But so does inflation and so does jobs. You control the narrative. We want to make sure that jobs are strong. We want to bring jobs back to this country. We want to keep inflation uh, uh, down around 2%, and we've got to do this. We've got to be energy independent, not just in certain small areas or two of three areas that, quite frankly, that's great, but that third area, oil, gas, those kind of things, we're getting thumped. We, and you need to focus on the things that matter to the everyday person. And when they start hitting you with, 2020 you say i'm not here to talk about 2020 that was then this is now i'm focusing on tomorrow i'm focusing on next month next week etc etc that's what you do that's how you control the narrative and you can do it in ways that are very maga if you will but also in conservative ways the problem is what i see out there is too many people want to be Donald Trump. Being a firebrand, saying thing. Here's the thing. Even Trump gets out there and he expects people to do, you know why great, I said this the other day, you know why great athletes never make great coaches? Because they expect everybody to do the things that they would have done. Trump expects a lot of these people to do things that he would be doing. And then when they try it, it doesn't work. Oh, it may work in the short term. It may get a boost or a bump or may get them through certain things. But in the long term, it doesn't because they're not him. 
So how do you take some of him and some of what makes the Republican Party the Republican Party back in the day meld the two together, adapt, and move forward? Well, the first thing you got to do is move forward and stop looking backwards. Keep to issues that matter to the people. People, I know a lot of people think, ah, there was some funny business in the 2020 election, but I, I can't fix that, so I need to move forward. That's what you do. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, it's your Twitter. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. You go to Rough Greens right now, get yourself an amazing, incredible free bag of Rough Greens. What does it include? Well, it includes... A free bag. You, you, you're you going to get something that is the best supplement for your dogs. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, and it brings your dog's food to life. It is the most incredible thing I've ever done for my dog, Doodle, and I love it. Dr. Dennis Black wants to send you one bag for free. It's a two-week jump start. You try it. And you watch the difference this makes. You'll notice a difference within a few days. Your dog's energy will pick up. Your dog's, your dogs, uh, if, if they're older, maybe they got their little sore, little joint pain, you watch what happens. And don't change anything outside of putting this on top of it. Try it now. It's absolutely free. You cover the cost of shipping. That's all they ask. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Cover the cost of shipping. Free bag for you. Wrap it up. Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. You purchased a small town (laughs) in Texas. Yeah, Mustang, Texas. Why did you buy the town? Okay, so one of my buddies that I played pickup basketball with um, got cancer cancer and um, was close to dying. And his only real asset was this town, Mustang, Texas. And I'm like, well, I could help Marty and I could buy this town. And so I bought the town. And so, I mean, it, it was a cool concept, right? So I bought it. Yeah, you did. You know, we got that kind of money, Mark Cuban. You know, it's funny. Every night we watch, uh, uh, well, like we, I mean, we've got all these TVs on in our rooms uh, when we're doing uh, our shows, right? So like during the day when I do my national show and all the voiceover stuff, I just have one TV behind me. And right now, currently, uh, I think Dragnet's on. I'll probably watch golf in a while. But we've got like eight TVs at the other two studios we got four or five up on front of us and there's always mark cuban on shark take and i never see him say i'll give you money right never everybody else says yeah i'll do it i'll buy never like within two minutes i feel like he's always like i'm out <laughs> so i'm out so what would you do mark you got some money right you worth what three four billion bucks and and uh uh you're saving it obviously you didn't want to invest it into any of the shark tank stuff so if you had that kind of money, Mark, which you do to invest in just about anything. You help your buddy out. You bought a town. What would you like to do with it? And what we do with it ties back to Shark Tank. There's a guy on Shark Tank, Dino Don. He makes the animatronic dinosaurs. Like if you go to zoos and everything and you see these huge animatronic dinosaurs that look and sound real. And we did a Shark Tank episode on it and I invested in him. So we haven't worked it through yet, but there's a chance we might change Mustang, Texas to Dinosaur, Texas and do one of just having all these big, huge Jurassic Park like dinosaurs. Nah, you're going to build a real dinosaur. I know it. You're one of those. You're like, ah, I, did, I, did. I brought a woolly mammoth back. 
to life. So he's going to turn that in. Chad, you said he'd invest in Shark Tank. He doesn't compare to everybody else. Come on now. If you've ever watched the show, you know that his investment side isn't quite the same. I always see everybody, that Robert guy, uh, you know, they're always throwing money at and and and, and But he, mm, mm, we'll be back. Damon's always throwing some money at people. It's funny. But uh, Dino, Texas, my dream, kids. It's my dream, you know. My dream's to have it. Somebody asked me today, would you would you bring a dinosaur back? And I'm like, look, it sounds intriguing, but can we just be honest with ourselves? Have you never watched a movie? Have you never ever seen anything? Let's just say for the sake of argument, we bring something back with all of its stuff. What if it had something? through its DNA and, and whatever we tried to revive, that was bad for us as human beings. If we think playing around with the bat virus, Fauci, is a bad idea, I think playing around with woolly mammoth DNA could cost us. I'm just saying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Again, we touched on it throughout the day, this, this craziness of what's going on, and if you've not seen the Alex Jones uh, trial that's going on, and this has to do with with Sandy Hook and what took place there, but know this, this is, uh, he admitted it. If you're a person who's like into the conspiracies and all of this and this crisis actors and and, and stuff like that, the issue with, with him is he, he played the game, right? And in playing the game, he took it too far. And there's something, it's one thing to say that the government has aliens, because we know that's true. It's one thing to talk about, you know, some of the secret clubs and societies that are out there, because Alex was right about that. You know, there's a bunch of weird stuff that's out there. He's not always wrong. The thing is, when you see a conspiracy and everything, that's not a good thing. That, that That's a problem. Or you're a profiteer, and you're profiting off people who also see conspiracies, and you're playing the game. And Alex Jones, for all intents and purposes, has admitted as much through the divorce and through this. And by the way, for those of you out there who thought it was all crisis actors, uh, he admitted, no, it was real. But you profited off of it. Well, his attorney's messed up in a major way. Twelve days ago, your attorney's messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone. With every text message you've sent for the past two years, you know what perjury is, right? Yeah. So uh, he's uh, he's he's done and dusted. They've already filed uh, Infowars bankruptcy to protect themselves. Uh, it is, you know, some things you don't mess with, and that's one of them. Kids died. It's awful. The fact that that you put people through this for so. Long. Somebody asked me today, what if he truly believed it? Look, if you truly believe it, and you truly believe that, is it, it, does it make you a wrong person? No. I mean, I don't think it makes you a wrong person. The thing is, he never believed it. He didn't. I was under a lot of pressure, and I truly, when I said those statements, when I say something, I mean it, that I really could believe that it was totally staged at that point. Do I think it makes him a, a horrible person if he believes something like that for real? I guess if you believe something, you believe something, right? It's odd to think you could believe something like that. 
that we would go through something like that in a day and age where it, per, pulling the wool over people's eyes with the internet is 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 never been easier and at the same time it's never been harder it's been easy to do it's been easy to do you could easily pull the wool over everybody's eyes nowadays and at the same time it's never been harder because you can be fact-checked over and over again did he really believe it he goes and and, and let's do it again i was under a lot of pressure and i truly when i said those statements when i say something i mean it that i really could believe that it was totally staged at that point he really could believe but he admitted he didn't believe it sad it's cost him a lot of things uh and at the end of the day what it really costs those people is continuous pain, continuous suffering, not only losing their children in such horrific ways, but the profiteering off of that and the pushing of that narrative and, and that stuff has cost a lot of people. And it's not helped the discord in this country. I'll tell you that right now. The discourse in this country needs to get better. We need to have better dialogue. We need to, to sit down and have more open dialogue. We need to be more open to ideas. But when you only see conspiracy in everything, and in not a good thing, kids. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Solid, fun show as always. We are done for the week. Craig's going to be in for me tomorrow. Jack's going home on Saturday. I'm taking some uh, much-needed R&R with him, so we're going to have some fun. Uh, and just uh, we got a big wiffle ball tournament we're finishing up. So I uh, decided to take a few days with them. You guys have a blessed uh, rest of your week and weekend, and I will do it again on Monday. It's always night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.